to 30 Minute Reviews. I am Adam, and as the title will suggest, it is a joyous day, because here's the thing. Uh, For those of us out there who have played Kingdom Hearts kind of religiously since it came out in uh, the early 2000s, 2002 actually, because it's the 20th anniversary, that's why they announced this big thing today, it's, you know, when, when I remember when I finished Kingdom Hearts 2, and it was the American version of Kingdom Hearts 2, where we didn't have the full cutscene of the fight between what we now know to be Ventus and Aqua and Terra and Master Xehanort. Like, that, the, the version that we got in the American version was very weird and very like, what the fuck is this? And I remember thinking that. That was way back in 06 when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. And, you know, when I remember playing the game and being like, oh, this is, you know, this could be cool. I mean, like the sixth grade version of that, like getting ready for, you know, all right, Kingdom Hearts 3, here we go. Let's continue the story. And then it was like 15 years almost, but or, or 10 years between, um, no, it was like 12, I want to say, between Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3, with like a litany of spinoffs in between where you had like Kingdom Hearts uh, Recoded, Kingdom Hearts uh, 3D's, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, which I will contend is still one of my favorite games. Um, and the idea that, you know, like I think at a certain point, even for me, I was like, well, Kingdom Hearts 3 is just never coming. It's just never going to happen. Uh, I will, I, like, I will not see this game in my lifetime, and, like, look, if I keep putting out these spin-off games, as long as they're mildly entertaining, that would be, you know, that's fine by me. Like, I played, I still haven't played Melody of Memories, only because I can't justify paying $50 for a new Kingdom Hearts game, considering, a new Kingdom Hearts spin-off, considering that it's gonna drop in price to 20 by the end of this year, I'll just wait to get it for 20 Like, right now it's down to, like, 30 but I'm like, I know it's gonna go lower. Because you can get Kingdom Hearts, you could have gotten Kingdom Hearts 3 for, for 20 by the end of the year it came out. And that's, I think it was Game of the Year edition for 20. Um, but looking at, you know, this and how, you know, this announcement that Kingdom Hearts 4 is not only... And here's the thing, we have to keep this in perspective. Because I want to say it was like 2015 when there was the first, um, like the first initial trailer at E3. Um, 2015, maybe it was 2014 even, when they had the first trailer of Sora in Twilight Town fighting the, uh, like, the Chaos Tower. Like, we gotta keep this in perspective. Like, they're announcing the game now, and it is in development. They say magic in the making, which is just, like, a, a way of saying the game is in development. But, look, I mean, the game's coming. They've confirmed that there is a Kingdom Hearts 4 and the Kingdom Hearts 4. We, we knew this, I think, because I think they announced that, like, look, we're not going to stop here with Kingdom Hearts 3. That's not the end of the story. We are going to continue. And Kingdom Hearts 3 does kind of continue open-ended, where it's like Kingdom Hearts 3 is, you know, it ends with, you know, Sora going to rescue Kyrie's soul from... I, I don't even remember what the fuck that was. It was a clusterfuck. The end of that, like, that game, I, I mean, I think that that was probably my biggest gaming disappointment, only because, like, Kingdom Hearts... I think Kingdom Hearts 2 is, like, one of the best games from a mechanic standpoint. Um, because here's the thing. The game is designed where you can play it on level 1 without ever leveling up. You can start on level 1, and you can go all the way up to the end of the game without once leveling up. 
and, and, and you can beat the game. And not only can you beat the game, but you can beat all the optional bosses and everything like that. Um, there's such a... Like, the way that power is scaled through the game, you feel like you're getting more powerful as you go. And, and the way that abilities are stacked, the, the strategy behind the abilities. It is such a well-designed game. And, and well, like... Yeah, it can get grindy at times. Like, if you're trying to get the abilities, like, um... Like, the, the double jump ability, or, like, uh... What was the other one they had? There's another one. Like, um, you know, fast glide. Like, even dodge roll in the final mix edition is locked behind getting limit form. Like, it, it is... It, it, like, things like that are, you know, are, are a little bit, you know, not great. But, but beyond that, like, the game works very well. Um, and it's like when you get to like the end and you have to beat the final and you have to beat the optional bosses, you have to play your way through, um, like, you know, the, uh, the, the, that fucking tunnel of remembrance and you get to the end and you have to fight, um, what's it called? You have to fight, uh, um, what's her name? Uh, you have to, oh, you have to fight Terra, the lingering will. It's like, it's a, those are tough ass boss fights. And when you beat them, it feels like an achievement. Uh, and then, like, the way the mushrooms are set up, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a way, to, it's a skill test in a way that other games don't have. It's just so well-designed, um, all the way through. And then to go from that to Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, 3, which was underwhelming, I really liked the gummy system in Kingdom Hearts 3 more than the gummy system. I mean, no, Kingdom Hearts 1 was the worst gummy system. Kingdom Hearts 2 was interesting. Kingdom Hearts 3 had the worst, had, had the best of the, of the three of them, um, with, like, that open world exploring. Um, that was pretty cool, and then, like, the, the, the introduction of, like, you know, like, that's the thing, it's, like, there was, there were so few worlds, like, they, they kind of had babies first, um, like, you know, Assassin's Creed Black Flag with the Pirates of the Caribbean world, which was pretty cool, it was fun, but it got tiring after a while, um, some of the dialogue was a little cringy at times, like, I don't know, like, anytime they would refer to themselves as a pint and a half, I was like, alright, like, um, it, 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 there, there were things like that, minor, minor gripes in the grand scheme of things, but it, the game is, you know, fine enough, it just couldn't, it, I think it was, the, the combination of the amount of time between games, and then by the time we got to the end, and by the time we got to it, between the amount of time, and then how high a bar was set by Kingdom Hearts 2, and then when they re-released the final mix um, for PS3 and PS4, and then eventually Xbox and then Switch, there was no hitting that mark. That that mark was never going to be hit. Um, and I think that that was kind of a, uh, a detriment to the game, but also not entirely the game's fault. It's like you set yourself a very high bar, and, and the fact that you couldn't hit it is, you know, not not you know not great, but it's also, like, the game itself stands on its own pretty well. Um, it would be interesting to see someone who started with Kingdom Hearts 3 and then went back to play Kingdom Hearts 2, how they would feel about that. Um, and then the entire, like, back half of the game is just a boss rush. After you finish all the world, it's literally just a boss rush, where you go through, and then it's like, there are things like the fucking sliding minigame, where you have to collect all the things to get something, to get Ultima, I believe, and it's like, it's just, there's no way to track which ones you found, and it's just like, oh, I gotta go through this fucking thing over and over and over again. And that the world selection wasn't great, and then the way the engine kind of rendered characters at times didn't quite feel organic. 
Like, in Kingdom Hearts, because it's all mostly, you know, like, you know, it's, it, like, most of the worlds are Disney worlds. Or I think all of the worlds. It's like Twilight Town and, and like, Hollow Bastion and the one in the end. And, um, it's like, it, it is all of those kind of, um, thing, like, all of the worlds kind of mix with, you know, Donald and Goofy pretty well. I don't think that um, what's it called, did that as well. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 did that as well, because you started to get inklings of it in Kingdom Hearts, uh, 2, when they went to, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, but there was still a video game look to them, but then when you get to 3, they went for a photorealistic Jack and, um, like, you know, Captain Jack and, and, uh, uh, all of them, and it's like, that's a little strange to me that they went, that that was a decision they went with for this. Um, it, it, it's, it's just an odd choice, in my opinion. Um, ah, fuck, this car's coming. Um, then it's like, when you watch, um, I haven't played Melody Memories yet, my brother has, I actually asked him how it was, um, but I will eventually play it myself, and it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, eventually we'll get to a point where, you know, these games will be good, like, like, you know, hopefully Kingdom Hearts 4 is better, and now that we have an announcement and confirmation that Kingdom Hearts 4 is in fact coming, and will be here sooner rather than later, I mean, I think it's time to, to address that this is going to be, you know, that this could be good. Now, that's the thing, like, when we say sooner rather than later, I mean, we have moved to the point where we have seen a, uh, a footage of, like, how the game's gonna be played, um, and it looks kind of like the, the initial trailers for, like, Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, which, say what you will about that, it, it, that's what it looks like. That's the appearance that we, that I get from these, uh, from this, you know, this commercial that they've shown, that this trailer they've shown. They also showed off that they are, they are going to be unveiling, um, Dark Fate. I think it was called, or maybe, no, that's Terminator. I don't remember what the name of the game was. Um, or Dark Master, Dark, Dark something. It's about Xehanort and all of that. Like, that is going to be coming, um, by the end of the year. Like, that'll be, like, that's coming in August. And then there's a new game for mobile that looks just fantastic. Like, when they were announcing, I'm like, oh, shit, another spinoff for, like, the Switch and the PlayStation and all of that. Like, I was envisioning something like... Like, here's the thing that I'm envisioning is going to happen. I think we're going to get another uh, Kingdom Hearts 3... Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 3 bundle for the... Um, and then including Melody of Memory and um, all this new stuff on the PlayStation and the Xbox. I also think it's possible we get another, like, 0.2 uh, Final Chapter Prologue game. Um, where it's like where it's, like, 3.8, and it's, like, new chapter prologue, and it's, like, you know, that kind of thing, where it's, like, okay, so this is going to set us up for where we're going in the next one, and, and it's going to set everything in motion, so that way we know what we're getting into going into the next game. Um, I think that that wouldn't be a bad idea. I'm not necessarily against that, um, and I do... I do think that we're looking at Switch releases as well, um, because I think that, you know, at this point, because they released the other games on the Switch, 
maybe it'll be cloud only, but I do think we're going to get Switch releases of this game. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited, as you can probably tell, with the announcement that Kingdom Hearts 4 is, in fact, going to be coming at some point between now and the end of time. Like, I think that the... I, I would say that if the game comes out before 2025, 2026, I would be surprised. I would be very surprised if that happened, I think. Um, because I don't think that... Like, that's the thing about Square. It's like, it's been... Was it 2020 when Part 1 of Final Fantasy VII Remake came out? Or was it 2019? I want to say it was during the pandemic. Like, I, I want to say I was playing it during the pandemic. Yeah, I, I, I was playing it during the pandemic, so it was 2020. Um, but yeah, so that was then. Then they announced Part 2, um, and that would be coming at some point, you know, in the near future. And I don't think it's happened yet. I don't think there's a release date for it either. And I think that, you know, for the problems that Square has, I think that not announcing release windows is probably for the best. Because I think that part of the issue we see in the industry is, is this idea of crunch. I think that by not announcing release windows, you're not setting yourself up to have to do that until you get to the very end of production. And it's like, well, I, I don't think we necessarily need to have a release date this far out. If it's like the game's coming in 2020, like... I, I think that the earliest, the absolute earliest we see this game hit shelves is 2024. I think next year, because E3, there is no E3 this year, there's going to be, you know, the, the next year at E3 there may be a trailer. But, like, looking at what this trailer is and what this, you know, what, what gameplay snippet we got in this broader 20th anniversary thing they put out, like, it's kind of like a, it's, it's almost like a roadmap more than a trailer. Um, the video they put out, where it's like, this is this year's roadmap, this is, like, this is the stuff we have, we're working on right now, and it's like, we have this mobile game, we have another mobile game that's going into closed beta, um, by the end of the year, like, these are things that are going to be coming this year, and it, 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 that's what this kind of feels like, and I think that it, it's good to an extent that they're doing this, but at the same time, they probably could have, um, I feel like, like, look, I, I would like to see a release window. I'm sorry. I mean, I, un I understand that what I just said. It's probably good they didn't do a release window. But, like, I, like, me personally, I know this game is not coming until 2024, 2025. Like, I, I'm not getting my hopes up that it'll be out next year. Like, considering how this trailer looks, this looks like the 2015, 2014, whatever it was, Kingdom Hearts 3 first glimpse trailer they put out. And and keep in mind that between then and the release, they put out like two more spin-offs. And not mobile spin-offs where they had um un where they had um Chi or X or whatever the hell it was called on the phones. Like I'm talking they had full size spin-offs. And one of them one of them was a tech demo. I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat what, what Final Chapter Prologue was. Like it was a tech demo. Like the the that's what <laughs> Like, uh, was that 0 0.2 Final Chapter Prologue? Or, I know 2.8 had it. Um, and it's like, you know, it, 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 it does make, like, they, I wouldn't be, I would not be surprised 
if that came out because I think that's a great way to kind of generate hype. It's not that hype needs to be generated for a game like Kingdom Hearts, but it is the kind of thing you can do to show. And also, if you do it early enough into development, you can show off this is what we're doing, and then you can hear audience reaction, and then you can also like be like, okay, so they they responded well to this, they didn't respond well to this. It's basically a giant focus group that you get paid to do as the studio. Like, you're going to get paid because people can go out and buy the game in droves. It's like, oh shit, this is the the prequel to Kingdom Hearts 4. Let me go out and buy this. Like, you're going to get people doing that. And then on top of that, because of how well that is, like, and how how important that is for, um, like, how, like, the, for the fans... You're going to get a response. You're going to get a response about how people like the... I think that was the big mistake with putting out 0.2 when they did. 0.2 should have come out way before Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, and, and it's like, that way you can give people an opportunity to learn the system and, and get, get up to speed. And I think that that was the thing, too. It's like, Kingdom Hearts 3, I think if we're talking about, like just how powerful you feel as you're playing the game. I think Kingdom Hearts 3 doesn't quite have that in the same way Kingdom Hearts 2 does. Like, Kingdom Hearts 2, you feel like you have strength, like, you feel the strength behind what you're doing and the abilities you're doing. Kingdom Hearts 3 doesn't really have that in the same way. Um, and it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so Kingdom Hearts 2, I could do X, Y, and Z. Kingdom Hearts 3D is, I could do X and Y, and then it's like, you know, and, and, and a different Z, and then it's like, you get to Kingdom Hearts 4, and it's like, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, and it's like, well, I can't do any of that now. Like, all that shit I was doing in Kingdom Hearts 3D is, like, Kingdom Hearts 3D is, is, it feels like a logical step forward from the strength that Sora had in Kingdom Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts 3 feels like a step back, which really makes me question how big of a threat Xehanort actually was, because... Sora never quite reached the, the the heights of strength that he did in Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, even, um, by the time Kingdom Hearts 3 ends. So, was Xehanort that much of a threat? And I, th- I like that we have a name for the new, uh, the new saga, because the first saga was called the, Darkness Se- uh, the Dark Seeker Saga. The new one is called the Lost Master Saga. Um, I think it's referring to Sora. Because I think that by the end of the game, we can by the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, we can say that Sora's a Keyblade Master, even if he... It's kind of like the Obi-Wan becoming a Jedi Knight, because he beat Darth Maul. Like, where it's like, it's a technicality, where it's like, alright, he's the only motherfucker here who has beaten a Sith Lord, we can't not knight him now. Like, it feels like that, where it's like, look, we gotta do it, we'll, we'll posthumously say he is a, uh, say he is a, a Keyblade Master, and we'll move on from there. It, it, it's that kind of thing, where it's like, um, it, 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 I think that that's who they're referring to. It's this saga is about reuniting Sora with everyone else, um, which is interesting. It's an interesting way to go. Um, I think it can be cool. Um, what else is there to really address about this? I mean, I think I think that this is more about my love of the franchise. <laughs> more than, like, what this trailer showed. But granted, it's, like, a three-minute trailer, so how much more can I possibly say? Um, it is also worth noting that we have seen a Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer before a Thor Love and Thunder trailer, which I find mildly amusing, because Thor Love and Thunder comes out in, like, two months, three months, and we have no trailer for that yet. Um, 
and and yeah, I, I feel like it's a uh, what's it called? It's it, Disney trying to fuck it up there. Um, I don't know why they haven't released a trailer yet. Unless they're waiting for the end of Moon Knight, because I do have a feeling we get a appearance by the God Butcher by the end of uh, that. Although I heard a, a rumor there's a Werewolf by Night cameo coming. I saw a, a, a potentially, I don't know how real it is, leaked Funko Pop uh, movie moment that shows um, Moon Knight fighting Werewolf by Night. Um, if that's true, that that's fucking amazing. I, I'm all for that. Um, but yeah, we will wrap up there for today. Um, right now I am in my car headed to the movies to see everything everywhere all at once. Um, that guy just blew a red light at, like, Mach 3, so that's cool. Um, and then after that, um, I still have to do the Flash sum up. I keep forgetting to do that. Last night I watched, uh, the second Fantastic Beast movie, um, Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, I forgot how shitty that movie was. Um, because, like, nothing fucking happens the entire way through. We're gonna do a discussion of that this week in, in, in prep for, um, the release of Fantastic Beasts. Three. That's going to be our big thing this week. Um, so until our next um, episode, which will be Fantastic Beasts, or unless some other news breaks between now and then, have a great rest of your week.